for all the bad that is going on around Indiana University football. They do have an All-American this year. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you for making us your first listen this fine Thursday uh, morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. IU football has had a rough go of it. Uh, in the last, I was going to say year, but it's been more than a year now that they've had a rough go of it, at least their latest spell. Um, the good news is they have a all American who is a very young all American. Jalen Lucas has been racking up the awards this postseason. In our haste to just forget about IU football, we kind of forgot to do the awards part of the end of the season. There aren't a lot of them, and the ones that there are are almost all dedicated to Jalen Lucas. The latest two honors are from the American Football Coaches Association and USA Today. Both named him an All-American. The AFCA named him a second-team All-American as an all-purpose selection. USA Today, though, named him a first-team return specialist. He was the only freshman on either 52-man squad. He, he, I mean, this is history for, for Indiana football. The last person to receive All-American honors from these publications, the AFCA and USA Today, I'll give you a second to think about it, Tevin Coleman in 2014, the last returner to receive those honors was Marcus Thigpen back in 2006. This is just two of a, a number of them he's gotten this season. Here's all the All-American honors he has racked up. So AFCA second, CBS Sports first, Pro Football Focus first, Walter Camp first, USA Today first, named a freshman All-American by The Athletic, and then earned first-team All-Big Ten honors from the Big Ten coaches, the Big Ten media, Pro Football Focus, and the Associated Press. That is a trophy cabinet's worth of um, awards in just his first season. And hopefully spells big things. At this point, there's always kind of this ominous... uh, idea in the background that he is eventually going to leave it might happen um but right now he's staying right now he is i use and right now he is racking up the awards as we said a couple other hoosiers received some all big 10 recognition the only other one to be on a team theoretically was aaron casey who made third team all big 10 by pro football focus he earned honorable mention all Big Ten by the Big Ten Media. I'm not sure specifically how many honorable mentions the Big Ten gave out. 
Uh, the proper answer is probably too many. Uh, James Evans, punter, was honorable mention for the Big Ten coaches and media. That's kind of one of those awards where it's like, I mean, yeah, James Evans was good. He pinned IU, or he pinned teams within the 20-yard line a lot. Uh, He was much better this season than last season. He had a lot of practice this season to do it, so I don't even know. That's one of those kind of backhanded compliments. Like, hey, you guys punted a lot, but you had a really good punter. Not even the best punter, though. Just an honorable mention punter. Cam Jones received honorable mention. What a bummer for him, man, to not be able to take part in over half this season. That Nebraska game was the last one he played in. He was honorable mention, as I said, by the coaches and the media. He'll be on his way to the NFL. He is a beloved member of the IU Sports family. Uh, Really stunk to see him have a season-ending injury when... I mean, I have to believe they didn't think it was a season-ending injury when it happened because they outright said it wouldn't be a season-ending injury. So either they lied to us, which it's college football coaches with injuries, that's entirely plausible, or it was just an injury that he never really could get right. I know he tried to practice at times, especially that final week. Could not do such, uh, do enough, I should say, to get on the, the field once again. Taiwan Mullen earned honorable mention for Big Ten coaches and media. Again, another guy who um, will probably do kind of a, a bigger retrospective, maybe around the draft time, once we get an idea of if he's going to be drafted or not. Somebody who has supported every sports program at IU. Uh, he loves being a Hoosier I, and one of the most enjoyable people to talk to, listen to. When I went to Big Ten Media Day many, many months ago, I just sat at Taiwan Mullen's little stage they had set up and listened to him talk and just a likable person, seems a very genuine person. And as I said, a fan of a lot of or a fan, I shouldn't even say a lot, every IU Athletics program, always cheering on the women's basketball team, was cheering on the men's soccer team on Twitter on Monday, obviously men's basketball. So he is someone that I hope the absolute best for. And an odd, odd, unfortunate end to his career in Bloomington because two seasons ago he was – as good as any cornerback in the conference, maybe the nation. Injury sidelined him last season, and then he just never really got things going this season. I'll be interested to see how he handles life in the NFL. I'm rooting for him, though. As much as he rooted for all of IU's programs, I am rooting for him. IU has a gaping hole at quarterback for next season. We'll talk about why they do. Uh, Dexter Williams probably isn't going to be back. Who they might be targeting why it's going to be really hard for them to land a top quarterback in the transfer portal. All that here in a moment. First, though, let's get a little bit serious. Uh, today's sponsor is NHTSA. So picture this. You're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks. Few becomes a few too many. Evening comes to an end and people start to head out and you're thinking of calling for a ride 
but you live nearby and you can make it home okay it's not a big deal where the odds you get pulled over anyway and even so what's the worst that could happen to you your insurance goes up you lose your license your job you total your car you kill somebody everyone knows about the risk of driving drunk the results are tragic and often deadly However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Big thanks to all of you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen today. For your second listen, head on over to Locked on Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes. Local experts and insights only Locked on can provide. Locked on Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. So, IU has a hole at the quarterback position. Uh, Bazak's in the transfer portal. Jack Tuttle is in the transfer portal. Uh, even Grant Grimmel is in the transfer portal. And the nature of Dexter Williams's injury, I'm going to go ahead and say he's probably not going to play next season. And if he does, it would be um, it would it would be later in the season. I really just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, but regardless, he's going to be really behind the eight ball. Like that's a very serious injury that he suffered. I don't think I, I need to tell you guys that those of you that watched it dislocating a knee just sounds absolutely awful. So I use in the market for a quarterback in the transfer portal, a starting quarterback potential. I mean, for kind of the second year in a row, one of the names that they have targeted heavily the only name we really heard about is Jeff Sims uh, from Georgia Tech. Asked around the college, locked on college network. Sounds like someone who, a fun player, um, a dual threat, like we said. Last season with Georgia Tech, 1,115 passing yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions. Ran the ball 87 times for 288 yards. Uh, with a touchdown as well. His freshman season, he threw for 1,800 yards and 13 touchdowns and ran for 492, so he has that in him. He's a coveted prospect on the, should even say prospect, player on the transfer market. 247 Sports ranks him as the sixth best quarterback on the transfer market. The Hoosiers have been targeting him. The problem is they're in a... Uh, competition with Nebraska. And based on the most recent reports, rumblings from Matt Weaver of Peaks, sounds like it might be a done deal to Nebraska. The problem is, which we're going to talk about, it likely came down to a bidding war for NIL money. And if you're bidding against any, almost any other Power 5 program, IU's going to lose. Just plain and simple. IU's going to lose that bidding war. They could not, they're not going to be able to match anybody in the power five and probably a fair amount of non-power five schools too. 
We spent a lot of time talking about NIL and the investment in the program. Not going to dive back into that. What I will dive back into is a very interesting subplot, maybe, because it seemed like wherever Jeff Sims is going, he's starting. So it seemed like Sims was going to Nebraska. This was a couple days ago that Matt Weaver reported that on Peegs. Um, they hosted Malik Hornsby on a visit. And so it may not be a done deal. I'm not certain. Uh, Hornsby is a similar type of quarterback. Uh, he... I mean, he, he hasn't played a lot. He's a, his sophomore season at Arkansas, he only threw 31 times for 172 yards. Uh, or excuse me, threw for 268 yards. Those were his rushing stats, 172. Our friends over at Locked On Arkansas, huh, a fun, <laughs> funny, fun description, quote, fastest QB you'll ever see, strong enough arm, Decision-making very suspect. So I use wanting a dual-threat quarterback. That covers the dual-threat part, um, but that was a little blurb they gave about Malik Hornsby. Again, somebody that wherever he's transferring, he's transferring to start. So I don't. we'll see. So far, IU has kept this super close to the vest. Sims is the only name we know that they were or are targeting. Anyone else is just kind of a crapshoot. You just kind of look at the market, see what guys are considered dual threat quarterbacks, and see if, and you just kind of got to guess if I use scouting them, or not scouting them, but I guess recruiting them. Hornsby fits that bill. I mean, he's going to Nebraska for a visit as well. It seems like IU and Nebraska have similar ideas. Again, though, um, as I said, the problem is IU is miles behind the eight ball in NIL, and this might be one of the areas that's going to show up most in the coming seasons. And they're not going to be able to lure anybody with playing time. Um, I mean, IU has a wide open spot at the quarterback position in the Big Ten, but they're, they're not going to be able to pay up what it's going to cost. Again, Matt Weaver was discussing in the forums uh, that it takes somewhere in the neighborhood of about a million dollars to get a good quarterback and NIL money. Um, (laughs) You can basically offer about $300,000 right now. Uh, That is so far behind. So they're going to lose any kind of battle they have with another school. In some senses, that might be why they're trying to keep this so quiet so that it doesn't become a bidding war. Teams don't know that IU is in after him, so they don't have to try to one-up IU because, I mean, opposing coaches and and programs know that IU doesn't have NIL money and they're going to be able to outbid them. And they're going to point out to that recruit, hey, they they can't offer you jack squat. We can. That is the nature of of what modern athletics is going to become. We might see kind of the inverse happen with basketball. It seems like there's going to be a lot more money invested in that. We're going to probably see about the transfer portal at the end of this season and see how competitive IU is. But when it comes to football, they're miles and miles behind. And this is where you're going to see it's going to hurt. Quarterbacks make the big money. 
IU doesn't have the big money to offer them. So they're kind of going to be left with whatever the scraps are in some senses. They're not going to get any kind of top prospects or top players. Sims seems like a, an absolute perfect fit, but I'm almost certain Nebraska is going to be able to offer him more in NIL. So he, you're going to have to sell your culture, which some people really buy into it. But at the end of the day, your culture has won five games in the last two seasons. I don't know how big of a selling point it is right now. Obviously, wasn't expecting to get this down in the dumps about IU football, but it's kind of the nature of where any conversation about the program takes us right now. Let's wrap this one up by looking at some positives, a, a really good re, a commitment Indiana's got, and some guys that they are targeting in the uh, transfer portal on the defensive side of the ball. We'll touch on all that in a moment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis, though. There's still no lines up for IU Kansas on Saturday, but if you guys love sports podcasts, as well as finding out the latest odds trends in every professional and amateur league out there, uh, BetOnline is your place to be. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Let's talk some positives. We do have some. Tyreek McDaniel committed to IU past couple days. Um, he is a JUCO defensive back from Independence Community College. Last season, he only played five games because he broke his hand. He still earned all conference because in those five games, he had 41 tackles. Four ta- or five tackles for loss, excuse me, and four pass breakups. Uh, he is someone that comes in highly touted. As they basically refreshed the, the rankings late when it came to Juco, he was originally listed as the number three safety in the rankings. Uh, he is up to number one. He is the number one safety in the Juco rankings. Number 17 Juco player overall. To get an idea of what type of player you can get at number 17, this obviously isn't apples to apples in any kind of way, but Cam Camper was the number 17 Juco player last season. So you can certainly get really impactful, talented Juco players from day one. He could have as many as three years of eligibility remaining. If he gets a medical redshirt for this past season, he will have three years left. Otherwise, it'll be at two years of, of eligibility. Either way, big get for Indiana because they are... Uh, the secondary might be the area they have lost the most outside of the quarterback position. I mean, it was supposed to be an area that um, was supposed to be a strength. It never became that for Indiana this season. We talked a lot about that. We were asked a lot about that. You had Devon Matthews, you had Jalen Williams, you had Taiwan Mullen, you had um, Josh Sanguinetti entered the transfer portal as well. A couple other names, Randy Holtz and Richard Thomas were more depth pieces, guys who hadn't really made a big impact. But you had a lot of people leave and a lot of spots open up. There's, I feel like there's a a decent chance that Mitchell, or excuse me, McDaniel comes in from day one and 
could start, certainly will play. We'll see how that shakes out. But it's a big get for Indiana, regardless. Those are a lot more realistic, those JUCO targets that Indiana has turned into guys before. Two other names Indiana is looking at in the transfer portal. Lloyd Summerall III, a transfer from Florida. He's an edge rusher. He obviously has a really big need with Deshaun McCullough leaving. Shout out to the Oklahoma fans who started. I mean, I don't blame you guys for flying in and wanting to hear about Deshaun McCullough, but I received an influx of trash talk on recent videos about Deshaun McCullough. Look, uh, congrats. I hope you enjoy him. Um, Trash talking IU football is punching down to maximum degrees, especially as Oklahoma football. Like just enjoy him. Don't, you don't have to be that type of guy. Uh, nonetheless, Florida or the Florida transfer. He's an edge. IU went down and saw him recently. He wants to come take a visit. He's a former four-star recruit locked on Gators. Brandon Olson. Great guy. I give him a really hard time about giving us Malik renew. Uh, he had this to say about Summerall quote. He's a great athlete, great bend around the edge, can become a good pass rusher, but just too many mouths to feed. And he wasn't a good fit for a defense that asks ends to drop into coverage. So, um, I, certainly will have the playing time. Like there aren't too many mouths to feed here. And that seems like maybe a big thing. I use recruiting against Auburn as one of the schools. We'll see. Um, More than anything, I would imagine IU can offer playing time. They can't offer SEC or Auburn's kind of history and program tradition. But he wants to come take a visit, so that that feels like something. Uh, Demon Clowney is another edge Indiana is recruiting from Ole Miss. Uh, Someone that locked on Ole Miss simply said he couldn't get on the field, and that is his reason for transferring. He, as well, is a former four-star recruit, so it seems pretty clear that they're trying to find replacements for Deshaun McCullough. They're swinging big. Summerall seems like a a big swing. He was a top 250 recruit. We'll see if they're able to land some of these guys, but there's a really big hole there that Indiana is looking to try to fill in the transfer portal. We'll see if they're able to land some of these guys, but that should have you guys up to date on the latest with IU football. I'm not going to promise any kind of regularity when it comes to these episodes. If we get a big transfer, I will react on our Twitter. So head on over to at LO underscore Hoosiers to stay up to date on any kind of transfer news, especially if it's Sims, um, if it's a quarterback in general, really. Uh, If it is Malik Cornsby, we'll react over there. But some, it's just a frustrating time for IU football right now. I'm glad we have basketball to think about. On that note, thanks again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back tomorrow to preview IU versus Kansas. I have a special guest coming, Kansas uh, beat writer. He'll join, tell us all about the Jayhawks and what chance IU has at winning. It's not good. For your next listen, Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. 
available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, all that great stuff. Leave a rating, review the show. Anything you can do to help out is greatly, greatly appreciated. Most importantly, though, guys, hope you have a great Thursday. We're almost to the end of the week. Battle through, and as always, Elio.